Bigfoot Club for Life, homie. Hey everybody, Robert Jesse Dominguez, Bigfoot Club, Season 4, Episode 2. We're going to continue the second part to 7 minutes. I wanted to make a correction from the last episode. I was talking about podcasts and I made a goof on one of them and I wanted to make a correction. Uh, the podcast in, that I was talking about was In the Shed with Wes Anderson. Uh, Wes, please forgive me. I wanted to make a correction on that, so... I hope everybody uh, enjoys this next episode. Uh, Thank you for listening. Yeah, because like... That's what you did too. It's just one of those things that, you know, when I was at Baylor, they they made me go through speech therapy. Because like I think a portion of my left side of my face was kind of droopy a little bit. And uh, they were kind of concerned, you know, because it it almost looks like like I had a stroke or something. But really, I think it was just the nerves... The nurse right. from Guillain that, that's, that's another thing they tested too, like, to see if there was any str- uh, sign of strokes. Yeah. Whenever the uh, the brain swelling and any sign of stroke, and they said no, he had no stroke, no brain swelling. Like, wow. So they would they would put me through like these these puzzles and these like word associations and like they would read like a a a, a paragraph to me and I had to like listen to like all the like the, like the details like you know you know they would ask me okay. They'd read the whole paragraph to me and then would read, okay, you know, what hotel was it? What day was it? Was it raining? You know, and I had to like come back and tell them what it was. And I, I didn't, I didn't blink on anything. I, you know, I did all the puzzles. I did all the word association and like the, the speech therapist goes, man, goes, you're fine. I don't, I don't even know why I goes, I'm going to release you. And so she ended up releasing me soon. And so, which meant I had more time for occupational therapy and physical therapy. And so. I was at Baylor until I think July 16th and then um, I got released to go to uh, another place, uh, a skilled nursing facility in Grand Prairie. And I was, I went there and I was there for a couple months. And like, uh, I think I was, at that time I was really in a dark place and I was not, you know, you know, I was pretty depressed on where I was at and I just wanted to give up. And I, I just want to say that I, I wanted to thank you for, for just being positive and just pushing me to do stuff because like I, I, cause you saw me, I don't pride myself in, you know, breaking down and, um, and, you know, just seeing that side of me. And I just, you know, I don't know. I was just in, I was just in a dark place and I, you know, I, you know, you know, with you and family support and friend support, I got, I pushed through and, you know, I think you would like, you would send me pictures of the boys all the time. You and Blair would send me pictures of the boys. And, you know, so I, at that point, I just figured, you know what? I, I'm just going to motivate the hell out of myself. So, uh, the physical therapy people were there were great. Um, you know, they would come, come get me, but they would want me to go do it myself. So they say, Hey, when you're ready to, you know, come to the physical therapy room, we'll start. And I go, okay. So I would, at this point, I was, you know, getting myself out of bed and Steve was helping me and I was transferring myself on a sliding board and I would wheel myself over there and I would do the exercises. And then, you know, I said, you know what, I'm going to do more. So I started doing more. And so the physical therapy would tell me, Hey, you need to slow down. I said, well, you shouldn't tell me that cause I'm going to do more. So after I would do physical therapy, I'd go back to my room and I would do more exercises. I'd move my legs more. And I think there was like times when I, I was tired I would ask you, I say, Hey, move my legs for me. <laughs> so, so you would, yeah. sit, you would sit there and like, you would move my legs and stuff just so, just so I can get movement. So, um, that was pretty funny. Just to do that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to like you. Yeah. 
whenever you 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 got out of that that dark place and uh there's two things that that uh, well, i'll just I'll, I'll be safe and i'll say there's three things that really pissed me off during during that time the first thing was whenever you were in Baylor, they kept telling me, "Do not cut his food. Do not. The only thing you can do is open his, his uh, you know, his drink and get everything set up. But he needs to do it. And I and you, I told you this a couple of weekends ago. How I never and I never told you that before that. I was, it, it broke my soul seeing you struggle to eat. Yeah, your, your hand. You're just seeing you trying to grab the spoon was already. I was like, I and I looked at her and she was looking at me. He's like, no. And I was like, I, and so I waited till she left. I go, screw this, man. I, I grabbed. I grabbed. And that was whenever I was. I was helping you and feed you. You know, and I was letting you grab the. I think it was the milk, the Sierra Mist, and you know, bring it to your mouth, and you were able to drink. And I was letting you do all that, but it, it just broke me that that you know, I didn't. I I I. My goal there was to not let you get any deeper in a dark place than where you're at. Because trying to feed yourself is discouraging, and you can't do it. Yeah, it is. It is. That's discouraging alone, right there. <clears throat> you know, at the time you couldn't go to the bathroom, you couldn't take a shower, you couldn't do any like the simplest things that we take for granted that mm-hmm. we do all the time. And that to to be uh, cut off from that, and then you're trying to eat and you can't even do that. I didn't, I was not going to allow myself. So I. I you know, even though they told me not to do it, I, I, I just, you know what, screw that. I'm going to I'm gonna cut, because they were giving you, like, you know, steak or something like that. And I had to, I'm like, I'm not going to let you see you struggle. Yeah. You're going to get tired. Yeah, I, you so, know, that's a really bad thing about GBS is that it tires the heck out of you. I mean, you could, yeah. like, I would get tired, like, trying to put on my socks or putting on some shorts. And that's just, like, it would take me, like, 25 minutes to put on socks and shorts. And that was tiring. Yeah. And to cut food that was tiring too and i, I mean, mean you I, were you were still learning how to sit up too yeah to hold yourself up i mean because um, i think at that point i couldn't feel from my elbow to my hands and i couldn't feel from my from my hips down to my feet i couldn't feel those i could see i could see it move i can move them but i couldn't feel mm-hmm. them and it was that was really that was really discouraging and uh I, so i couldn't really tell when i was grabbing a fork or the spoon i couldn't tell and I couldn't control yeah. it. I couldn't control it where I wanted to go. And it was like, mm-hmm. it was like, um, it was like trying to feed somebody like, you know, like in the dark. You know, you can't, you don't know where to go with it. So, it, and, it was, it, it was pretty tough. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I like I, on my state, I can only imagine. But I, just seeing it alone was was terrible. The second thing that pissed me off, I know you say like the nurses at the at the new place were great, and they were. But the the place itself, yeah, the place itself, it, it it just was just not. It was not Baylor. It was not at its it you know. <clears throat> again, the people there are great. They they got you where you needed to go to the next step. But I was I was when I first went there, I was yeah. pissed. Yeah, I know. And and I I and then this the third part was seeing you break down. And yeah. you were, you were, you said you didn't feel safe. You didn't feel like how you felt with, with uh, Baylor, and you were just getting so comfortable with Baylor, and you were so scared that. And then I, I couldn't do anything. I couldn't do anything to to save you from that. Yeah. And uh, 
I was I was mad, and I I think Blair was there, and the the boys were there too, and I was already I was already mad. The boys were just being boys, you know. They're they're only they're four, um, you know. Anything they asked, I was already getting irritated. Uh, and I and she was like, well, the, his stuff is in the in the van or in the back of the van. Let's go get it. And I went outside, and I think I punched the van, and I screamed. Yeah. And she was already out there, and she goes, hey, you need to calm down. I was like, no, like. The place smells like piss. the The hallways are like they look like they're just been renovated, and, they, and like everything, like everything is wrong. There's so many red flags here, Blair. And why did he get did he get transferred here? What happened? And uh, I was I was so angry. I was I didn't yeah. know who to be angry at. I was just angry. And I go and he broke down in front of me. I was like Blair. He broke down in front of me. I've never seen him break down. I have never seen it like when you lot when uh, when. When my mom passed away, you were so strong. I don't know how you were strong. When grandpa passed away, you were strong. That one, then seeing you that, I was like, there's something wrong here that we need to do something. I just, I, oh man, I felt like I was in the middle of the ocean and I couldn't just grab, I couldn't grab anything to, yeah. to just pinpoint me where I needed to go. And, you, uh, you know, I think at that time, I, I'm, you know, if I had to go back and track and but go back and do it again, I wouldn't have done that. But I, it was just, you know, you, but you're only human, right? Yeah, like I, I had so much emotion, and I just, I tried to keep yeah. it, and I couldn't do it, and it was just, it was, it was, had, it was tough. Yeah, no, I was, and I think I told you, I told you, you don't feel ashamed that you, that you, you cried, like you, you're, you have every right, you know, you, like you just, you had every right, and now I, I was telling you, I kept telling you that I go, don't, don't feel embarrassed, don't feel, you know, don't feel this, don't feel that, like just don't, just don't, like. Just let it all out because, you know, you need to get it out. You need you can't hold that in. You just can't because it's just yeah. going to – I think it was probably going to hinder your, your progress and your motivation. And you let it all out and you ate. I think you were hungry too. That was whenever they brought you dinner and you ate. It was like <laughs> – It was dog. like some type of a meat sandwich. I don't know what it was. <laughs> but you grabbed – like you, you were struggling to grab the fork. And you just said screw it, and you grabbed it with your whole hand, and you just you just ate it. Yeah. And I was like, "Is it good?" And you you just gave that look already, like you always gave me, like, "Yeah, it's food." Yeah, I was. Just, I was like, "Okay, all right." <clears throat> I think at that time too, I was um, I was having a hard time going to the restroom, and um, mm, yes, and I was kind of, and I'll just I'll be open about this because I'm you know this is unrestricted. Um, I I, I was kind of embarrassed to ask you to help me to use the restroom when um and i i was telling you i said no i'll just call the nurse and you're gonna say no 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 i'm gonna help you and i'm gonna help you you know give me this let, let me do this for you and i said okay and i just gave in like really quick i said okay i'll just i'll let you do it so yeah because you you were really and, I, and that's understandable i think i'd probably do the same thing to blair to the boys um to you probably but you know you changed my diapers when i was a baby so yeah. i mean um but no i, I think I, I think what finally got through because i kept trying to do it at the hospital you didn't let me you didn't let me do it uh i think but yeah i think i did you you let me finally do it at the hospital but you i said i go please give me this because you know mom didn't let me my mom didn't let me do it and i felt so bad that i couldn't help her and yeah. she had to lay there i go please let me do this for you please let me let me redeem myself on this because i right. could, I should have as soon pushed as more as soon as you told me that i said okay do it yeah you just gave in and i'm so glad you did and i i don't 
I'm very proud that I was I was there to help you through just just peeing. Yeah, because like because like GBS that's all you can do. Yeah, GBS it like it takes away like it not only did it stops your muscles, it stops your like intestine muscles too. So mm-hmm. I had I had a really hard time going to the restroom, but all the time. But but anyway, that's you know. But you could you could also say too like. I was your good luck charm. Every time I showed up, you, yeah, you yeah went. I, w- I went to town. Yeah, I went to town. Yeah. Every, every time Steven showed up, I went to the restroom extensively. <laughs> so, yeah, like uh, uh, like a crazy amount. Yeah, it was it was it was good. I said, I said, hey, you gonna come tonight? Yeah, <laughs> are you coming? Are you gonna tonight? Be able to show up tonight? Because I'm gonna go to the restroom. <laughs> so, but uh, but it was it was good. It was a good time, and I think at that time, um, I was released from this, uh physical therapy place, uh, nurse, skilled nursing facility on August the 7th. And I came home, uh, to stay with my, my older brother, Raymond and his wife, um, Carol, in which they, Carol's like, I got to do a shout out to her. Cause she was, she was like a, a pit bull. She was like a mad dog. And like, anytime somebody like mistreated me or the insurance company tried to screw me over, she was there and she was there like, you know, you know, just like a pit bull and she's like on everybody. And she was like, she would not let up at all. And like, she took the care of me so well. Her and Raymond treat me so good. I, I can't say enough good things about them. Cause they're, they're like my guardian angels. I mean, you're my guardian angels, but like they were, they were on stuff. And like when I needed them to be on stuff, they were on stuff. So, uh, and I came home to live with them in August, August the 7th. And I was still in a wheelchair, and uh, at that point, I started doing physical therapy with this guy named Juan. Uh, no relation to our co-host Juan Valdez, but um, he was—he was like he was, you know, when I when I got with him, he was like my Mister Miyagi. He was like he was telling me stuff about, you know, whenever you do something, you know, think about it. Think about doing this with your leg. Are you gonna move your leg? Think about your quad. Think about your calf. Think about you know your ankle about all these muscles moving and when don't just count and do the exercise think about moving it because at that time i couldn't move i couldn't move my my ankles or my toes that much and he would tell me because just thinking about it is exercise so even if you can't move it do it anyway and so i would do it and like i started moving stuff left and right steven like nobody's business i mean i would i would tell you every day when i was doing something like hey i stood up today or hey i I, you know, I, I moved from the, the wheelchair to the bed by myself without a sliding board. And like, and when I would talk to you on the phone, I would be extra, I would be moving my legs. I'd be doing scissors or, or like, I would be like moving uh, my feet like I was running or something. You know, I was always exercising, always moving. So about around September, um, I was showing my older brother, Raymond, I was showing him cause I was like, I, I was being helped to go to the restroom and I didn't like that. And, um, so I was in my room by myself and like, I pulled the wheelchair over to this potty chair that I had and I would like try to stand up and try to maneuver myself over to it by myself. Cause I didn't want anybody to help me anymore. And so I, I just stood there. I said, I'm going to stand see how long I can do it. So I stood up for like maybe a minute by myself, nobody in the room, nobody helping me. If, if my physical therapist is here and he's probably gonna be really pissed. But anyway, but, um, I would do it and like, I would show Raymond, like, I think he, he got home from work and I showed him. It was just me and him too. I stood up like in a chair and I go, look, I can stand. I was showing him and he's looking at me. He goes, all right, that's cool. He walks over and grabs the walker and goes, let's see if you can walk. 
And I didn't even think about doing that. I was just, I was just happy I could stand. And so I started walking like I said, Oh my God, I'm walking. And so I walked with the walker and this was like late September. And I think uh, my physical therapist, I told him, I said, Hey, I'm walking with a walker. And he goes, really? And so uh, he started like making me do exercises with the walker and stuff. And that same day I, I walked him with the walker to the door and he left and I think I called you on, I think you were the first person I called. I turned the walker toward the door and I was like down, I was down this hallway. It's probably like eight, nine feet long, this hallway. And, um, I walked down the hallway by myself. I didn't, I didn't touch the wall. I think it was like eight steps. I walked and then I, and I turned around really slowly and I grabbed the wall and then I walked back to the walker and then I walked myself back into the room and I called you. Hey, I just took eight steps. And and I was like, I told my, I called my mom and Raymond. I told everybody, I, called, I took eight steps by myself. So I think it was 16 steps, actually. Yeah, it was like, it was eight steps that way. Then, you know, you know, mm-hmm. but it was like eight completely on my own. Mm-hmm. And like, I was, I was just waiting. I said, I'm going to fall. I'm going to fall. I'm going to fall. But I didn't do it. And I. Oh man, that was like, I mean, this is like my Super Bowl. This is like my Stanley Cup. This is my like NBA Finals, my World Series, everything all rolled into one. And like in late September, I was walking with a walker. By the time October rolled around, I was using a cane. And by the time November rolled around, I was I was off the cane. And I was just walking on my own. So mm-hmm. as of right now, today, I am walking like with no problems. I still have some numbness like in my my toes and the front part of my feet, but it's slowly coming back. And uh, so I've been walking like, and I'm actually back at work now. I started back work uh, this past week. So I my first week of work has have been this week. And so uh, it's been good. My feet's been hurting, but... I'm happy I could feel it. So I'm really, really, really happy about that. So I have worked extremely hard to get to walking before six months. And then I, my goal, that was one of my goals was to walk before six months. And my second goal was to make it back to work before the end of the, end of the calendar year. And I've accomplished both. And so I'm extremely happy. And the support I've had with my, you know, my family, my friends, my coworkers, it's been great, and I can't say enough good things about everybody that's been involved, that who's put their hands on me, who's prayed for me, who's texted me, who's asked like family members and friends about me. Thank you, everybody, for doing it because that's it. You really know who your friends and family are whenever something like this happens, and like every, you know, everybody that's negative and not good people, they've already worked themselves out of my life. And I'm just grateful for all the people that are that are nice and and great and 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 just supportive of me. So um, I can't say enough good things about that. That. Yeah, when when you um, you know you hit the nail on the on that one. Like whenever if you just surround yourself with with just if you surround yourself with negative people, you're gonna you're not, nothing positive is gonna come out of it. Literally. Yeah. So if. Um, yeah, I mean, you just you just know who the people who's you know who actually um, who are actually there in your life, and you know who are the ones that that don't show up when situations like this. 
and um, you just it's it's disappointing and it's very very uh, you know it's just you know well, well you know what can you do you can't really you can't really uh, change a person's perspective on how they they should yeah um, just you know just be there just just show up like be accountable it's the same thing it, it's it's be accountable show up be there you know and uh, it's it's just. I, it, it just, you know, I'll just take it as a blessing in disguise. And, you know, you, you were riding that, that current and sometimes things that shouldn't be with uh, a certain, like shouldn't be attached to you mm-hmm. end up going a different current way and, and ride their, their own wave. So I'll just, I'll just say that. And, um, I'm just so glad that you were able to accomplish probably one of the difficult thing in life you know you you came back that's a that's a just a a, a goal and triumph on its own mm-hmm. you know seven minutes i think that's like it's just seven minutes you you know when you you think of seven minutes like man that's like that's nothing you take a, a seven minute nap that's yeah. nothing you're like man like that wasn't nothing but those seven minutes of you gone was probably the longest longest thing i've ever had to it felt like just time stopped at time stopped and i couldn't breathe and and it just felt like a part of me was was leaving with you and i couldn't i just could not keep my composure and be strong for the boys and i felt so embarrassed like i think later on i felt so i told my 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 therapist this like i told her like I, I I'm not a, I'm not a good dad like I I couldn't even keep keep myself like strong for the boys and they were like worried about me and and, and she was like you know how can anybody be strong during that like you, what you did was was show your boys that it's okay to be sad to be to let those emotions out and that's healthy that's you know because one thing that she always pointed out and she said I I you know that I guess I guess Dominguez boys, the old old generation Dominguez boys, from what you have told me, uh, have just put so much trauma in their in their life back, and they just didn't process it. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, you you coming back, I, I devoted myself to to change that and to let let stuff out. Yeah, I was already learning how to do <clears throat> that, but I think when you coming back and everything, I was just making some some small changes here and there and, 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 uh, I think we, we worked, we worked together on it too. Cause you already know. Yeah. And you know, I don't want to say I'm really, really proud of you for doing that. Cause I know in the past you, you've kind of bottled some stuff up and, you know, I know I've tried my best to talk to you, but you know, <clears throat> when you're ready to talk, you're ready to talk. And <clears throat> I think, you know, you talking to your therapist and going through this, it's kind of helped you open up a little bit more. And, um, and I'm really proud of you. And I think, you know, um, I know if, if your mom was here, she'd be really proud of you too. So <clears throat> I can just say that. Cause I know, you know, if grandpa was here, he'd be, he'd be proud of you too. So, I mean, I think you're, you're a really good dad. You, you know, you're a really good nephew. You're a good husband. Um, if I used to tell you know, people used to ask me this question all the time. He goes, don't you wish you had kids? People ask me that all the time. And I said, well, I, I have one. It's Steven, you know. If I had a kid that was half as cool as you, that, that would be all right with me in my heart, you know. 
because, you know, you were such a good kid. And I know we joke all the time about, you know, you say all the time, you know, when the boys sit up and you say, you know, I'm glad I never did that. And I just go, okay, whatever. So, but, um, but, you know, you're such a good kid and, you know, you're good. You've been a good nephew and I've always been proud of you. And I know Juan has said it to you. Like he said to me a bunch of times that he's proud of you and, you know, he wishes, you know, that um, some of his kids were like you, you know, and um, I know he said that and I can say that, you know, honestly. And, and yeah, I, you, I, you I never, never, you never, never spanked me. No, uh, I'll clear the air on that. You know, I don't know if any joke. Uh, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to loop this and whenever something comes up, I'm going to play this back for you. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, you never, you never, uh, you never spanked me. You just, you and Grandpa, yeah, you and Grandpa never spanked me. They, you just gave that look. I don't know what it is, and I hope, I hope I can, you know, channel that look and do it to the boys because I, you know, you know, it's there are times where I had to like, you know, pat them on the butt, you know, and just like, hey, you know, listen, listen, yeah. <clears throat> and uh, I don't want, I don't want to do that. I want to, you know, ever since the whole therapy thing, I, I don't want to to spank. I yeah. don't want to use that as a excuse to 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 control a child whenever they're going through a tantrum or not understanding it should it should never be a thing so you know um you and grandpa always gave that look and that's all it took yeah that's all that's all it took it was i think that was probably a, you that was like a spank to my soul <laughs> um and it and it just it set me straight and it worked right? and i know as i as i grew older and as i uh like you know, if I did something like high school or something that you you just were disappointed at, you just you would let me know, and then that was worse than than grounding. That was worse than spanking. That was just like, yeah, man, I, I disappointed Robert. I I can't believe I just did that. Like I was, you know, to be honest, with you, I was the same way with Grandpa. You know, and like he was, he would get disappointed in me, and I was I was like, oh man, like I was because I grew up in Oak Cliff, and it was like a bunch of gangs around there and drugs and stuff, and people would try to get me to sell drugs and stuff, and I go. Man, I'm more scared of my dad than you. Whatever. I'm not doing any of that. Yeah. So <clears throat> yeah, he he gave me the same look too and I was like, man, I I just couldn't bear myself not not to disappoint him, so I didn't want to never do it. So I never did. So mm-hmm. I think it channeled I channeled through me and it channeled to you, so it was just well, one yeah, of those I things, hope, so I I hope I I can I can get that. You you will. It'll it, it'll get there. Yeah, cuz uh you know when you give that look. It's it's that's all it takes. That you know that you're like I I I leveled up. <laughs> I le- I leveled up, and I don't have to yell. I don't have to 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 spank or anything. You know, ha- having to use that as a a way to get the boys in line. Yeah, that's, Sebastian. That's all you need is a look. He he's a character, and he's he's gonna do a, a little run right here. Hold on. Bigfoot Club for life, homie. <laughs> <laughs> that's Sebastian doing doing a soundbite for me. He's actually he's actually such a trooper. And I was asking him, "Hey, do this soundbite for me." And he would do it like in one take. He would do it in one take. You know, he'd do that mm-hmm. and um like this is another one he did. You ain't got nothing on me, player. So, <laughs> he's he's like he he's going to grow up to be like a in theater or something. I don't know, something like that. Yeah, he's very very uh very dramatic in a way. Very, he's but, he's just like his mom. <laughs> he, he, yeah, 
He's just like you, Blair. If you're listening, he's just like you. <laughs> and you already know that. I tell you that almost every day he does something that is just way out of the Like, why? Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, we need to get Ricardo to, to stop laughing and, and to yeah, actually get some he, he sound was, bites in. He's done a couple, but I, I haven't edited those yet. i got to edit those and add them onto mm-hmm. here. So. But uh, we're like uh, we're a minute and 32 seconds in. Minute and thirty two seconds in. Wow, yeah, almost yeah. two hours. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's what happens whenever you're uh, having fun. Even yeah. though this is not, this is not. I, I I kept telling myself when we were doing when we were going to talk about this, I was not going to cry, and I I couldn't hold it in. Yeah, every time I, I couldn't either. So it's, uh, every time I bring this up, I I tear up when I bring it up at work, and I always talk to Sam. Sam Sam is my manager. Um, she's great, you know, by the she's, way. She's great. She's, she's great. She. She took care of me, and 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 I'm just very very happy that I have a manager like that. Um, but you know, that's uh, another thing I wanted to get into. I, I'll just be quick on it because this is the show. It's about you mm-hmm. on air, but you know, no. But she supported you at the time she, that you needed, so it's great. I mean, I'm I'm grateful that she was there. I'm grateful for you know Blair's family that was supportive to you during this time because I, you know, it's. I, that's what I needed. I needed someone to support you, and if you didn't have that, man, I, that would kill me. And you know, yeah. li- literally, you know. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> yeah, the wrong choice of words there. But um, yeah, like you know, again, like I said, this show is about you. I'm not trying to take the spotlight on that, but right, you know, a couple, a couple, another person that was there for me was was my my good friend Jabron. And um, that's another, you know, that's another show we can we can do. You know. Yeah. Um, but you know she was she was there for me on that. Yeah, she was she was there for me and uh, oh man, I don't know. It's amazing how you have to how something like that, something traumatic happens like that, and like with you, um, you know, with with Victor, with with Bethel, and with with you know Jabron, like or something like you know just anything like that. And it could not. I'm not talking about me, but. You lose somebody in life. You, it's so hard to go back to work. It is. It's so hard to go back into that 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 rhythm of what you were doing when that person was here, and then they're not here, and you're trying to get back in that rhythm. And she understood it so much. I love her. She yeah. she understood me so much. I don't and, know uh, her, but I love her because yeah, Sam. You know, Sam is uh, a good manager. You know, we we always joke around a lot, and another thing that she gets brownie points on is that you know she loves Deftones and she loves Three Eleven. Hey, I so, like I like her even more now. So <laughs> yeah, so but she uh, there was a couple times at work where I snapped, like I lit, you know, I I I think there was a couple times like whenever I went back to work when after the situation with you, I snapped, and then what you know what you know the recent loss I had, yeah. You know, she 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 took me outside and she's like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "No, like no, you know, I'm not I'm not okay." And I don't I didn't mean to last year. It's like, "No, you're fine. You're fine." You know, she's you know, take your time, just have a break. Blah blah blah. Like you know, just the prep the prep talk that she gave me. Um, but you know, she's she's a great she's a great manager. Uh, yeah, I got to meet her. I, I, I got to meet her. I, I mean, that's yeah yeah. I, I need I need to. Eventually, bring you up there one day, and they'll they'll just know, <laughs> they'll know. Like Esteban was was there was there for me too. Uh, yeah. Charlie was there. Alex was my whole team was there. 
Um, they stepped up when they when they didn't they didn't have to. They you know you just go there to get paid, but you know she uh, they they all did a, a good job of make, you know making sure that I was okay and making sure to cover for and, me and I'm I and I'm grateful away. for that. I'm super grateful for that because that's mm-hmm. I mean because I you know we you especially you and you know me uh, you know. You know, we've we've been through so much, and uh, people who know us, you know, they know all the loss that we've, you know, we've had. And mm-hmm. um, you know, people always ask me, you know, how do you how do you get past this? Like, you don't, you don't get past it. I mean, you're always going to think about people that you lost, and they're mm-hmm. always going to be in your because, like, there's not a day goes by I don't think about your mom or you know my grand, you know your your grandpa and my dad and. Uh, my friend Bartek and your friend, you know, friend that just recently passed away is just uh, your brother and your your stepdad. You, you just you think about them all the time. You don't never forget them. They're all, they're always in your thoughts, you know. And uh, like I'm like I'm sober to this day since 2006 because your mom and mm-hmm. I, and I and I honor her for that. And then she asked me to stop drinking and I stopped drinking and I and I to me it's 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 like it's like. I, I honor her doing that. So, um, yeah, it's, um, and then, yeah, that's another, that's another, you're just full of, of, of accomplishments. You, you've done so much and, you know, and, uh, you, you, I know you're going to say, I, you know, I love you and I love the boys, but you didn't have, you didn't, you could have just been like, I, I raised you. I got you where you need to be. You're your own man. Like, I, you know, I don't need to, yeah, as mean as that sounds, I know you would never do that, but yeah. I, don't, I don't need to take care of the boys. You, you did, and there were times when I, I didn't know what I was doing, and you, you just, you just stepped in, and um, there were times where I would be so, so tired, and you let me sleep. Yeah, you know, there were times where you know, you know, I, I, I couldn't do something, or I forgot my lunch, or something. You, you just stepped in, you, you brought me lunch, or something like that. Like you, you were just, you were there in so many ways, and and to. To lose you for seven minutes, I felt like I was just like I said, like I, I, I was losing. Like the only person that I know that my mom channels her all her her energy through through angels that she sends to me, and I know you're a big a big channel. Yeah, you know a lot of good people uh, that were in my life after she passed. Like it, it, they came in, she sent them my way, and she got me where I am today through those people she was still able to do that mm-hmm. and uh there was yeah, i think uh when the boys were born i i think i was crying because i, I think i told you too i was like i wish my mom was here to just just to see her reaction yeah just to see her be so excited to be a grandma um because i know she would have just loved she would have been there every day. Yeah, if she was if she was there, I would never hold the boys. I'll just say that right now. <laughs> I would never get a chance to hold the boys because she would hold them the whole time. Yeah, and I kept. I think that's whenever I was like, I was like, man, I. Uh, now that I'm thinking about my mom, I forgot what she sounds like. I forgot. I forgot what she sounds like, and I, it was killing me. And I think that was whenever I had that dream about her. Like she's, it was at Melinda's Tacos, and she was. I was there. I knew where I was at. I knew the setup. I knew everything. I was like, "Why am I? Why am I at Melinda's Tacos? Why am I at this one where my mom yeah. went?" And I saw, um, I forgot who it was. I, I forgot her name. Started with a K. Carla. Carla. Christina. Yeah. Carla, Christina. Carla. Christina. Carla. It was Carla. Carla Barla. That's right. And she was all like, "Hey, Steven, Like, 
and she was like, you know, and then she says, Sandra, like, you know, you know, your, your, your son's here. And I was like, wait, what, what? I don't understand what I don't understand. And then I saw her come out and I saw her come out, <laughs> you know, it's safe as it, as it doesn't sound safe, but she was holding both the boys. Oh man. And, and that was whenever the, I think the boys were, I think already one, like a little bit over one, but Ricardo and Sebastian were like looking at her and smiling the whole time. Yeah. And, um, and she was like, hey, you know, I was like, mom, like I, I knew the boys were there, but I was so excited to see her. Yeah. And she was all like, she was like, I just want you to know that no matter where I am, even though I'm not on, on, on earth with you, I'm still their grandma yeah. and they know it. And they kept looking at her like they kept looking at her like she was the most beautiful thing. And she, she, you know, she was. Yeah. And they were, they just knew. And I, and I was all like, can I hug you? And she's like, of course. And I hugged her and that's whenever I woke up. And yeah. I was like, oh, thank, I, I remember her voice now. Yeah. I remember her voice. And I think she was just, just letting me know that she was there. <clears throat> yeah. Whenever, whenever you needed her, she, she showed up. And even if it was in a dream, she showed up for you. So, yeah. That's yeah. not, that sounds totally like her to do something like that. Mm-hmm. And it was Melinda's Taco. It was like where she was always at and where she would love to do. Yeah. And I was there. I was there. Like, I just, I guess it was like a, comfort, a comforting feeling because every time I was there when she was working, I felt safe. I felt comforted. I knew my mom was there. I knew I was safe. I knew if I was hungry, she would give me food. And, um, uh, yeah, I just uh, it was a good, a really good dream. I still, I still hold hold on to that dream. Uh, I feel like yeah, it was like about four years ago. Yeah, yeah. that's a good dream. I you know I I haven't had a dream about your mom in a long time. I wish you know I wouldn't mind having one. You know, and I know she was looking out for me whenever I was going through all my stuff. So yeah, I like I like to think I like to think even though as. And I remember you telling me this was scary is that you don't remember anything. Yeah. Um, and I, and I told, I think I told you, I don't know if you remember. I said, honestly, I think, I think either God or my mom, some, some angel said like, if he sees like if he remembers that he, that you saw my mom, if you, if you're in that state of remembering of seeing my mom, Seeing Theo Victor, seeing everybody that we lost, I honestly think you would have never left. Yeah. And I don't blame I don't blame you because that was probably like the most beautiful thing to feel to to be surrounded by the people that you lost and you never thought you'd see again. Yeah, and you're there. And I think my mom or God either erased that part, even though it's so, as cruel as that sounds, they erased that part so you can come back. Or maybe she just told you, like, it's not your time. Yeah. Steven still needs you. The boy still needs you. I need you there to watch them because I'm not I'm not there. And I think that's probably what happened. And I think that I, I remember I was I was you were telling me that you were so scared that you that you didn't see anything. You don't remember anything. And I honestly think that that was kind of like a blessing in disguise because yeah. honestly, I would have I would have never left. I would have probably fought to stay there to be with them. You know that makes all. that makes so much sense the way you say it like that now because I know at that time I was pretty scared and I didn't know what it meant because I remember asking you I said what does that mean? Does that mean that I'm I'm not a good person? Does that mean 
that you know yeah that, I, that was a that made me mad because at first that first she said am i not a good person that was i in hell and i was like no no never uh, i no you just, just don't say that again you were you were not in hell i think you were just in that state of peace and it was so beautiful and uh, like like i said i think god or or my mom or something like i don't know what it was they just they took that memory out because they i know that you would have never left i don't know, like i said yeah. i don't think anybody would have because mm-hmm. that's so hard to step to go do like that was probably going through like if i go back will i be the same how bad it how bad was it like and will i be a vegetable will i do will i not be able to walk will i not be able to talk yeah you know there's so much that fear the scare the scariness of it but right there in that moment where you were at there was none of that and you, that was probably like the the biggest decision of that you had to make yeah and you probably just don't remember it because you you're not supposed to yeah i don't i don't remember i didn't even know i didn't even know <laughs> i i was out for 7 minutes i think um uncle steve asked me if um if I, you know, seen Grandpa or Sandra, uh, your mom, and I don't, I go, mm-hmm. what? What are you talking about? And like, Raymond told him, hey, be quiet, don't say that, because, because I yeah. think, I think once they took the ventilator out, he asked me, because do you remember what happened? And I go, don't. And so he had to break the news to me and tell me that, that I was not, I was not here for seven minutes. And so I go, well, I go, wow, I didn't know how to know how to process that. But I, w- mm-hmm. I will say this: that since I've been back, I've been. I've been trying to be a better person and I, you know, I've gone on my way to, to apologize to a lot of people that I, I know I was not a good person to, or not, I didn't treat them right. I mean, everybody, everybody that I think I, I'm still looking for some, a couple people that were like in my past and I'm still going to, you know, I apologize to people that I felt that I didn't do nice things to, mm-hmm. you know, and one of them was one of your friends and, Another one was a coworker that I work with that I just did not, I couldn't stand. And like, I went back and I apologized to them. And I said, please forgive me. You know, I'm, I'm a different person. And, uh, so, you know, that, that's just being said. I just, you know, I just want to, I just want to make up. And, you know, I, I'm here for a reason. So I'm just want to make up for whatever I did wrong. And, you know, I know I'm not perfect and, you know, I'm just, trying to be a better person so and you know and that's what me and Blair always tell you that you were never a bad person you know those people in your life that you think that you you did wrong or you didn't treat right you know you know it's they probably saw it that, as that and um but you were able to to recognize that you that you could have done a better job at, at treating them right and I think that you know it, it doesn't have to take death to 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 realize that but still most people they when they if like if they were to give that opportunity they probably wouldn't do it and you're doing it yeah you don't have to you know if if that's a, a reason that you know that you were back then i i think it's i think it's more of of you just you know still being here and 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 uh you know, selfish as it sounds, still still taking care of me. Because there's even to this day, you're still taking care of me by just being here. You're still taking care of me, uh, and you're taking care of the boys. You don't have to, but you do it because you love them. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, you're you're that's that's the the reason why you're here is to just just to 
spread that that Bigfoot Bob love, <laughs> um, and to do the podcast and you know and to to talk about this because I'm pretty sure again there's people in, that that have have passed and came back and they saw something and there's probably people out there that that d- didn't see it and they they don't have a voice to to because either they're too afraid to to accept that they didn't they didn't see anything or felt like they didn't see anything but there's probably reasons for it um i mean yeah there's there's so much so much uh left for you to do here and and you're here and i'm so happy that you're here yeah um and uh it's just it's amazing how again like how far you you come because they they kept yeah they kept saying the doctors kept saying he's you know i won't he won't be able to walk until like you know about about a year maybe two you know and i'm all like <laughs> one obstacle after the other okay all yeah. right um and i just knew it was going to be a long journey but it, it six, yeah six months right six yeah. months yeah, it was under i started walk see i got i got the gbs full blast on the on the 29th on the 29th of May, and then i started walking i started walking in september so it's probably that's June, July, August, September. Mm-hmm. So I started walking. So under like four, four and a half months. Yeah, and I think you can call it what it is. Maybe we caught it early, um, but I think that's you. I think the GBS when it took you, it took you away for seven minutes. I think it was like that was that was it. Like, and then you you somehow I don't know what. I, I try to ask God every night to maybe give me some type of dream of an answer. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still, and I go, if you don't want to give me that and just accept that he's here, then I'll take it. And I, I, I'll, I'll still be curious. I hope you don't mind. I'll still be curious as to why I'm always going to be curious. And I hope that doesn't anger you, you know, but I'm still taking it as it is that he's still here. And I'm, and, you know, one accomplishment as the other, like he's walking now, um, you know, he got the stint out, you know, you're cancer free, all that little stuff like that. Like as much as it's like, it's not little, but it's like little victories, mm-hmm. you know, cause I already knew you didn't have cancer. And if you did the seven minutes of you being gone, probably offset it. Yeah, I think so. I, you know, I think the, I think that was probably the reason. That's another thing too. I, I told myself that was probably the reason why, you know, like I was like, I have to take him for these seven minutes. So this, the body can just rid of the cancer. It's like okay, this purpose we're gone now, and it just it, he tricked. I don't know what he did on it. Yeah, it's still it's. Uh, I get excited at the same time because uh, it's just fascinating that of all people I know that you know there's heroes in this world, and then there's there's you know the unbreakable you know, like Bruce Willis. You you know here, um, you may not see you see yourself as a hero, but you're my, you're my hero, and. Uh, you're unbreakable, you know. You've mm. done so much. You were unbreakable then as a child with what you went through through that surgery. And you should you should honestly be a comic book character. <laughs> <laughs> Some people think I am, so I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I think you are. If there is an MCU or DC universe, you're yeah. you're in it. Well um I, I to be yeah. honest with you, I'm just happy I'm here for you. I'm I'm happy to see you, I'm happy to see the boys, I'm happy to see Blair, I'm happy to see my family and my friends and uh, my brothers, my sisters, my mom, uh, you know, everybody. I'm just, I'm just thrilled. I mean, cause like, I, I think you, I think, 
uh, Carol asked me today what I wanted for Christmas, and I told her I already have it. <laughs> I'm walking. I'm already have it. You don't have to give me anything. I, I already got it. So and then and then a 4K TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bought a 4K TV. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Another but, thing that you didn't you didn't talk about was that you you got COVID too. Oh yeah, I, I got COVID. Like in, we both got COVID in September. Yeah. In September, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And I was it was pretty bad, man. I, I know yours. I'm not sure if yours I, I, was it was it bad. I don't, I don't remember if it was. You yeah. had a, you had a hard time breathing, right? I had a hard time breathing. And I was scared, and I, I don't think I told you this, but I, I, there was a moment there where I was like, "I go, this is the, f- I think it was like the third or fourth day," and I kept reading online, which I shouldn't have. That like the fifth or sixth day it gets worse, mm-hmm. and I was already thinking, "I go, man, I'm, I'm probably gonna die. I, I, I'm, I'm probably gonna pass away in my sleep." So, <laughs> so I shaved. I shaved. Because I wanted to look like good for the funeral. You goon! I know, I know. I, I, I told everybody that at work, and they were like, "What? Well, no, like don't think that way." And I was like, "It's just been a tough year. Give me, just give me a break. You know, it's been a tough year." Yeah. So I thought, I said, and you're probably gonna be mad that I'm saying this, but I'm gonna say it. I thought for a moment, I was like, it was a sacrifice <laughs> that I asked for you back. Mm. And I said, okay, well, if you're going to take me, and then, then you know what? Just take care of my boys, you know? I know Robert's here, so I know he's going to take care of them. As, as selfish as that sounds. And I know you're probably going to be is, mad that I said that. It, it is selfish. And I, it I, is selfish, but I, I was just pre- I was mentally preparing myself. I go, man, this is, the COVID thing is, is it's scary, and it's it's real, and it's 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 a little scary. And um, as I said that twice. I don't know why. But it is, it's, it's, it's frightening to know that. You have something that you know that people have passed passed away from. Yeah. And the chances of you uh, being overweight and having uh, diabetes and all that, it's it's it goes higher. So that's why I was scared. And I told and Blair had I think she had a little worse than me because she had a she had the COVID and then she had COVID pneumonia after that. Yeah. So was, she was out for like a month. Um. Yeah. And I, luck, luckily, me. I just had. I think I. It was bad, but I, I want to. I'm gonna say it was minor symptoms because I know it could have been worse. Yeah, because I because I remember calling you every day and making sure you're okay, and then you were telling me, "Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine." <laughs> and I go, "What the?" And so yeah. I, I think I got it after you, and like I I think with with me, it, it just I had a fever for three days and it wouldn't go away. Yeah, like I I was walking around the house with like a, a wet rag on my head just to keep the temperature down. And, yeah, uh, so. And, uh, I mean, I wasn't but walking then, so, but anyway. Yeah, but for some reason, I wasn't scared for you. I was like, I'll go, he has COVID? Okay, okay, all right. Well, he didn't come back from uh, being gone for seven minutes to, to get knocked down by COVID. So. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I knew I knew whatever it was. Uh, I think I think on my second week, I knew, I was like, okay, may, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to beat this. I'm going to actually beat this naturally. Without any, without any uh, vaccine, without any booster shot or anything, I'm gonna beat this sucker naturally. And then Blair was on the, almost the same boat. I kept being positive to her. She was, oh man, I didn't, I didn't tell you, she was so worried about you. She was so worried about me having COVID. Yeah. Wow. Because she's, she's like, I don't think his lungs are like 100, percent and it's gonna take out his lungs. And I was like, okay, first of all, you're not gonna put me in that position to worry again. I'm already worrying about myself right now. Yeah. Um, 
And so he's going to be fine. He's going to be fine. I kept telling him, I go, you're going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. Even though I was, I wasn't like, it took me a while to be on that positive side, but I kept telling, I kept reminding her that she's going to be fine. You're going to be fine. I go, we're already on our second week. So we're, we're good. We just got to keep, we kept, we had to keep taking our, our vitamins. We got to take in the elderberry, uh, make, check our, our, our pulse rate and oxygen levels and, and, uh, make sure we eat and stay hydrated. Cause we Instacarted the hell out of those two weeks. Yeah. Uh, Uber eats, Instacarted, we Instacarted <clears throat> the hell out of it. Like getting all the coconut water and water and, uh, Gatorade. And I think, yeah. And I, I think. Once I once I you told me that you haven't you you haven't got a I think it was like the fourth day you haven't gotten a fever I was like okay that's that's all yeah almost the same symptoms in the same time frame yeah or as as me like on the third the first three days it was terrible because you had the chills yeah right yeah I had the chills and I had like three blankets on me and yeah and uh, that's whenever I knew it was real that's why I was getting scared I was like man and the one thing I know you can agree with is with COVID. It makes you tired. It makes you so sleepy. Yeah, it does. And like, and it, you know, not G- that you're weak. You're just tired. Yeah, GBS. GBS makes you weak already. Mm-hmm. And I was still going through the symptoms, so I couldn't really tell if it was GBS or it was you know COVID. So, but <clears throat> you know, I don't know. I'm I I don't know what blood type you are because I know I'm I'm O negative. And so mm-hmm. uh, I was reading somewhere that you know that people with rare blood uh, tend to. Um, recover from COVID better than, you know, people with just mm-hmm. regular blood. So I don't know. I, I kind of just felt as that, but I was thinking the same thing. You were like, Oh man, I've been through, I, I had, you know, surgery for cancer. I had GBS. I go, I am not going to get knocked down with this. Yeah. No, so, no, that's why I was like, for some reason I had that, that faith. And I'm so glad I did then because I was really, really, really weak and tired from, from having the COVID. Um, yeah, I was like, I was not, well, for some reason, I was not worried about you because I knew you were going to be okay. It's just, for some reason, I was worried about myself. I was like, I mean, I'm, I'm like, that's good. I, I mean, it, you, you should worry about yourself. And I, I'm, I'm glad you, I mean, I wish you'd have told me it, but dang. I didn't want to scare you. I did not want to scare I, you. I had a feeling you, you were, you were not telling me the truth, but I didn't want to say anything to you. So, yeah. And I'm sorry that I lied to you. It's <laughs> we okay. do that to each other yeah. all the time. And we need to stop doing that. Yeah. I just, you, you were at such a good state. And I just didn't want to, to to hinder that progress of where you're at. You were already walking, and you were yeah, you were walk, you were a phoenix. You were walking phoenix. <clears throat> yeah, I think um, you know, we're about a minute and fifty nine seconds in. Oh t- yeah, we did it. Two hours. Yeah. So um, well, um, I'm pretty sure when you edit and cut it, it's going to be shorter. But yeah, it, it will. But I think what we're ending up doing, I'm thinking I'm going to make this into two episodes. Yeah, there you go. So, um, I I think what you know I'm really proud of is that you know that that we had support for one another and um, mm-hmm. and because I you know I wanted like everybody was asking me, hey, are you gonna do a podcast? And I said, I want to worry about myself first. Let me mm-hmm. let me let, let me recover first, and then and then I because like Raymond wanted to set up uh, the podcast stuff like in thinking like in August, like in the next room, and I said, no, I don't. I don't want to focus on that. I just want to focus on me getting better, you know, walking, blah, blah, blah. And so um, with that, with me walking, going back to work, and I got released by my doctor, and um, I'm pretty excited about that. So I'm pretty excited about, you know, 
where we're going from here because I know you know Juan's not here right now, but he will be a part of the show, and um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm looking to you know uh, to do more stuff with Matt. We're going to be doing some stuff with with Matt Knapp and uh, Bigfoot Crossroads. We're going to do some some crossover shows, and um, mm-hmm. I want to get I I got to get Billy Simmons on. I got to get Billy Simmons on. Yes, I got to get Luke Billy. back on. Um, mm-hmm. There's some other people. I think uh, I'm going to get. Uh, a buddy of mine, I was telling you about him, Logan Craft. He does, uh, he does, um, he does his own podcast. I think it's called uh, Logan versus Kenny, and then he does one called Three Minutes. And I think he's helping out with another podcast. But um, anyway, uh, he's a good dude. Uh, I, I've listened to some of his stories. He's got some amazing stories, and so I'm I'm really excited about where we're gonna go. Um, I do want to talk about our website. So Matt Knapp's got our website up, and everybody, please, please, please go to it, www.bigfootclubpodcast.com. And our merch is up on there now, so please buy some merch. Check it out. Check out our, our bios. You can listen to our podcast on there, or you can listen to us on any platform. We're on all the mm-hmm. platforms, so uh, YouTube, uh, Alexa, Spotify, Pandora, iHeart, iTunes, we're all google play we're we're everywhere so please please check us out uh give us a five-star rating give us thumbs up give us you know a like give us a follow give us a subscription uh we we need it we need your support and then and you know tell us how we're doing with the show i know this show right now is not about bigfoot not about about the uh the paranormal but we're um we just want to tell everybody what was going on with me because i know the last time I put out a show was in May, and 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 there's been a big gap. So this is the reason why the big gap's there. So, um, and I'm you know I'm thankful for Stephen being on the show, and I'm excited about Juan being on the show. So uh, it's just a lot of stuff that's upcoming, and I'm I'm really really excited about getting started. So uh, I want because right now we're at thirty thousand downloads, and mm-hmm. so when I got sick, we're at twenty three thousand. And without doing a show, I, we've down, we've had downloads, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. s- still continue. So, and I'm pretty happy about that. So, anyway, so you got any uh, like anything else to add? Uh, no, I'm, I just uh, piggyback on on the whole like the the website. We're we're excited that it's it, it's the show is where it's at now. It's only going to get bigger. It's only going to get. Uh, it's I think it's already better. Yeah, uh, but it's only going to get better. Um, and it's all it's we're just we're going to look for we're just going to look and find many ways to to get uh, you know more people more people that don't have a voice. Um, and we're still going to talk about paranormal stuff. We're still going to talk about you know this alone right here. This episode is. You can say it is it's it is paranormal because of what you went through. Yeah, I, um, and what I wanted to add all to, I, mean, I didn't mean to cut you off, but what I wanted to add all no, to was was like you know I was down for seven minutes. I don't, I haven't been to an area that I don't know if I'm going to be able to, like I'm going to have some kind of ability or something. I don't know that. I don't know if I'm going to be going to sense stuff now since like you know I crossed over and came back. You know I don't know. Uh, to me, it's kind of, it's a little scary cause I don't know. Um, I haven't experienced anything yet, but, um, it's, you know, we'll see, we'll see down the road and see how that yeah. goes. 
we'll we'll definitely see how that goes because yeah, I was I was a little worried about that because that's always that's always a uh, thing that you bring back. But mm-hmm. like I said, like before, I think mom and all your the angels and God just just knew what they were doing. They knew they just they just knew. So with the show, you're you know back on the show. We're doing the show again and. I guess I wouldn't say rebranding, but you know, just a new. We, a new we co- are, we are, re- yeah, rebranding <laughs> a new, uh, new co-host, and you know, I'm excited. I'm very excited for Juan because I know Juan uh, has has a lot, a lot of stories too. Yeah, a he lot, does a lot of stories that we that you weren't able to cover with him on the times that you had him on the show. He he's such a character. He's such a character, and, and you know, his shows alone are like the because we I broke his shows often too. And it's like um, almost like sixteen hundred downloads for his show, mm-hmm. and like man, that's that's that's. Cause I think the second person that got more downloads was uh, Brett Brett Carson, the the casual medium, mm-hmm. and he's he's got like over I think twelve hundred downloads, and like he was mm-hmm. probably to me he's my most favorite guest, you know. No, I shouldn't say that because, you know, Luke's going to get mad. <laughs> so, uh, but he was like, I was excited. Do you, do you remember how excited it was to talk to him? Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, I know I, he was, he was very nervous too, but yeah, he, he broke out. He, he found his voice and he's got a good uh, voice and he, like I said, he's got a lot, a lot to, a lot to say, a lot to tell. And I'm glad that he's, he's a part of the team and I'm really yeah. excited where it's going to go. Yeah, I am too. So, um. I think we're going to leave it at that, and uh, we'll be doing another show pretty soon. I want to do a show on uh, the Book of Boba Fett, and then we're going to see mm-hmm. Spider-Man tomorrow. We'll probably, probably talk about that. Um, yep. So, um, yeah, we can we can go off that. So, anyway, uh, thanks for being on, Stephen. And uh, I know this was you know kind of you know kind of tough to relive you know to relive the past, but it's something mm-hmm. I think we needed to talk about and let our our fans know that where where we've been and where we're going. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was it was it was painful, but it's always therapeutic to let to let it out. Yep. And I'm glad that we did that, and we can we can move, we can talk about it. We'll bring it up later on in the season, but you know, I'm glad that we were able to let it out and kind of put it behind us and focus on the future. All right. Well, that being said, uh, we can say good night and good luck. <laughs>